On Gamma Radio. Oh, I see you're introducing the show uh, again. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, that's just the way we well, do it. Just I, for once, let me do it. Oh. Um. Okay. Well. Uh, <laughs> take it away, Fog. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to Gamma Vibes on Good. Uh, welcome to Good Gamma uh, Gammon Eggs. No Radio. Welcome to mm-hmm. Good Radio. Yeah. Bollocks. Uh, uh, <sighs> hello, and welcome to Good Vibes on Gamma Radio. Spoiled it for yourself. Uh, this week we have a very special educational episode, as suggested by Fog. It's about time we brought uh, sophistication to these savages. I have invited my dear friend and esteemed wasteland historian, Inflammatory Spigot, to talk about the ways of our ancestors before the Big Bangs. Uh, we also have our monthly poetry competition, where we'll have you reading out your entries. First, here's the news. <laughs> Famed restaurant owner and gastronome Gordon Banshee has opened a new restaurant, Chop Shop, in the exclusive mutant area of Westminster in London. Human resources is the theme, serving up meals tailored to the tastes of the privileged population. What most people don't realise is the mutants who live here come from a long line of poshness and privilege. Hell, they used to run this country before the Big Bangs, and what they've lost in luck, they've gained in sophistication. This new menu is sure to appease and delight them in equal measure. And also means that I stay off the menu. The uh, controversial menu will include such delicacies as uh, scrounger surprise, uh, toad and that uh, homeless what? with sautéed potatoes and small fry and underclass <laughs> sauce. This is this is outrageous. Look at this one, Fog. Blue bonanza. Oh well, that one doesn't sound too bad. What is it? A chef's special for group bookings. An equality campaigner is delivered fresh to the table, oh. wriggling with unfulfilled socialist uh, fervour. Uh, uh, alive? Uh, well, yes, yes, uh, apparently so. Uh, if you finish, you get a T-shirt with your meal's face on it. I ate this man, they say. That, that, that's disgusting. Just makes you wish for the good old days when they just fucked pig heads. A rival radio station has begun broadcasting in the wasteland, focusing their output on bad music, terrible guests and inane babble about nothing of consequence. So far, the station has been hailed as boring, terrible, stupid, not as good as Gamma Radio, half-assed, half-baked, poorly produced, offensive, too PC. What PC? Pretentious and crap, I think. Insipid, divisive, corrupt, magnificently damn bloodless, violent, stomach-churning and a spawning, disgusting waste of airtime. Dumbo presenter Shane and his loud, drug-addled friend Goff moment copious amounts of boring but cancerous statements about the good people of Gamma Radio on their show, Super Special Radio Attack, spreading vicious rumours and lies about me and Fog. Instead of improving their overall standard of professionalism, as should befit two presenters, they have been ripping us off while calling us rubbish, which I think is a bit mean, actually. They are a pair of treacherous scumbags rectally discharged from the body of humanity. Yeah, well, we expect it all to blow up in their faces in the next few weeks. Oh, I do like it when you get angry, Dave. Oh, shut up, Fog! Founder member of heavy metal group Mechanical Corpse has been ousted from vocal duties after other members discovered that his outer casing was made of aluminium. Digistruction had told the other members of the robot band that he was primarily composed of iron, and upon discovery of his lightweight alloy composition, they dismissed him from the band. Guitarist Electrexecution had this to say on the matter. Music. Who cares about the music? Everyone forgets the most important thing about being in a heavy metal band. Being made of heavy metal... Our goal is to spread mock, evil and real fear in a light-hearted way. How can you do that if you're made of aluminium? So if you think you're heavy enough, come and be weighed. Let's see if you have what it takes. 
the destruction refused to comment on the matter. Depraved public debauchery. Alcohol-fueled violence. Personal insults hurled throughout a threatening atmosphere. Filthy stenches. All guaranteed at Mogg's Bar. Your feet well stick to the floor or your money back. Mogg's Bar and Sewer Street. Best to wear some shoes. The beer is piss and that's how we like it. Welcome back to the show. Today we have my dear friend and esteemed historian Inflammatory Spigot here with us in the studio. Uh, yes, he's going to be talking to us all about the things our ancestors got up to before the Big Bangs. Welcome to the show, Inflammatory Spigot. Uh, call me Flam. Yeah, so Flam, our listeners have sent in questions to ask you and we'd like you to answer them as best you can. Very well. Fire away. Okay, Flam, this question is from uh, uh, some bugger or other country he's writing. Anyway, uh, he wants to know what... Were, what does that say? Uh, the, what the people were like, BBB. Yes, well, of course they were very much like us in many ways, but also different. For example, we have this modern problem of the equality issue. Back then, there were issues regarding undead rights. Uh, well, undead rights? Oh, indeed. Hundreds of democracy... democracy what did they call them? Uh, dem- Docu- documentary programs were broadcast just before the Big Bangs. The world was overrun with roving bands of hungry corpses. They were uh, clearly underfed wretches, the dregs of society. Too delinquent to stay in their graves, the only way right-minded, civilised people could deal with them was by exploding their heads. Quite a sport, by all accounts. Well, but why were the dead moving around? Surely they... Well, I don't know. But uh, at least they provided good exercise. Not like the other lot. Vampires. Vampires? But, but I thought they were just myths. Just listen, Dave. You might learn something. Do carry on, Flam. Thank you. These floppy-haired wastrels once struck terror into the masses. By the time of the Big Bangs, they had degenerated into ludicrous fops, flouncing around in velvet trousers, seducing all and sundry while suffering existential angst about where their next meal was coming from. Uh, should I eat my girlfriend, or should I chomp on a sausage? No wonder civilization crumbled. Chlamydia Trumpet has this question. What did the old worlders do for entertainment? Indeed, Chlamydia, I don't think they had uh, donkey races back then. <laughs> Quite. They spent most of their time watching each other. In fact, it seems something of a government initiative to get citizens to monitor themselves. Quite progressive, in my view. They were forced to log, in minute detail, every action that took place during their day. Every meal was photographed and shared, presumably to prove that the regulated diet was being adhered to. They were getting quite, uh, uh fat, you see. Uh, but the, the corpses were thin. Yes, yeah, stop focusing on the huddled masses. That's what led to the destruction of civilization in the first place. I also think they had the problem with shapeshifters. Uh, what? Every citizen had to post pictures of themselves on a daily basis, doing the most inane things, just to prove that they were still human. That's the only reasonable explanation I can think of. Oh, oh uh, explain the, uh, the interweb slam. Yes, yes, I was coming to that. Uh, in order for the mutual monitoring to occur, they had to create a system of tubes plugged into uh, comp-u-tors, uh, precursors to our modern robot technology. Called the interwebs, citizens would post these pictures and status updates down these tubes, which would then be spat out around the globe, presumably using some kind of suction technology long lost to the, the, the mist of time. Mm, something still sucks. Uh, the, the government database of people grew so large, each citizen or blogger as they were known, had their own book of faces. You could connect to these books using a special collection known as your tube. And uh, I think they ate a lot of apples too. 
Uh, is that because of their uh, their weight problems? Uh, yes, quite. Yeah. Uh, Flam, uh, I'll have to interrupt you there. What the hell is that noise? Uh, it's a kind of beeping uh, from that machine over there. Uh, what what is that device? Fog. What? You're the engineer. What? Oh yes, of course. Uh, uh, let me have a look. It's the uh, in incoming transmission machine. It says here on screen. It's not the usual talk box that the plebs used to harass us, though. That's for sure. Ooh, tune it in. Mars calling, Mars calling, this is Mars. Uh, hello Mars, uh, you're live on Good Vibes on Gamma Radio. Thank you Dave, long time listener, first time caller. Uh, great to hear from a new listener, uh, who are you Mars and why are you calling? My name's not Mars, it's the planet I'm calling from. My name's Hank Yellucky Stars, commander of the Mars One mission. By buggery, aliens! That was just another plague I was going to mention. Uh, so you're not near Lower Spittle, then? No, we're very far away. But we are certainly not aliens, Mr. Spigot. Uh, in fact, it's ridiculous inaccuracies like that which has prompted me to finally make contact. If you're from Mars, you're clearly an alien. Oh, wouldn't there be life on Mars? That's how it went back in the day. What do you mean, inaccuracies? Flam is the finest historian I've ever met. Yeah, but, uh, but a terrible singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me explain. Uh, this may come as a shock to you, but uh, I and my companions were alive well before the resource wars erupted on Earth, destroying everything we hold dear. But, but, but that, that was ages ago. You should be dead by now. Uh, like the uh, hungry corpses you were talking about. Uh, 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 yeah, about that. I'm afraid your historian can't quite tell fact from fiction. Zombies, as we called them, never existed. But I can confirm that exotic Martian radiation can extend human life, presumably indefinitely. You see, we on Mars are essentially immortal. And boy, it's time we set the record straight. He's talking rubbish. Everyone knows radiation was some sort of soft drink. If you are really from Mars, how did you get there? And how do you survive? Well, I'm glad you asked, Fog. Uh, They shot us up here to start a new life on Mars. We live in self-contained pods, and we survive by eating fungus that we grow on our ceilings. And every shedding day, we have a feast. Uh, Shedding day? Yes. Instead of getting old, we shed our skins, and we are perfectly renewed. We don't want the protein to go to waste, so we stuff the skins with fungus and have a feast. And you've been up there living off your own skins for hundreds of years. Uh, How are you still sane? (laughs) Well, that's a relative term, Dave. Look, uh, we are fed up of being misconstrued and misrepresented by your misinformed misters. Your so-called expert knows nothing about what life was like. Well, I can tell you, it was better. And we intend to help the world return to that state. Well, this is preposterous. How can you believe these morons? Mars was a kind of chewy lump people were forced to eat. Foolish earthling. <laughs> They're probably in a set up the road having a good laugh at my expense. Bloody mutants. Uh, what's wrong with mutants? To prove that we are real and that what we say is true, we will be launching an ambassadorial ship to arrive on Earth in two weeks hence. With our superior brain power and infallible knowledge of all humankind, we will descend as your overpowerful benefactors and raise your world to a state of glory once again! <laughs> hey, hey. What? 
a load of pish and toss. You'll mark my words. They know nothing about the old world. Nothing. I bet they've never even heard of Noel Edmonds, the hideous Christmas monster. Oh, well, it's a, it's another uh, exclusive for the Good Vibe Show. In your face, super special radio attack. Oh, Dave, calm down. You're making my bellies vibrate. But it's exciting, Fog. People from the old world are coming back to Earth. Think of all the things we could learn. Poppycock. It'll be two cock-legged youths rolling down a hill in a dustbin. What have you got against mutants, Flam? Well, nothing really. Apart from the fact that you're all disgusting perverts and criminals. You do realise I am a mutant, Flam? I rest my case. You bigoted bastard! And, uh, here's an advert. Hi, I'm Barry Hopkins. Look at that old woman over there. Oi, I heard that. She's stinking up the street and is clearly a magnet for witchcraft. What have you been smoking? There's no need to put up with hideous old biddies anymore. I haven't done anything. Witch, be gone. <laughs> Bang, and the witch is gone. I have no idea what that was an advert for, Fog. Uh, can we start checking these before we play them? Anyway, uh, welcome back to the show. Inflammatory spigot. Inflammatory bigot has been confined to the toilet until he learns some respect. Or until his chauffeur arrives on the cart, which is more likely. In the meantime, we have our uh, monthly poetry competition, one of my favourite parts of the show. I will not let such a snobby, disrespectful bum goblin ruin it for everyone. Now, let's see what nonsense these plebs have regurgitated for us, yes? Okay, first up we have Galumpus Punk calling in. Hello, Dave, Fog. I've got a poem about my favourite donkey, Mitchell. <coughs> oh, donkey, you bray so majestically. Oh, donkey, you chew quite digestively. I ride you to market, and you ride me back. You keep me warm when in the sack. Okay, Fog, uh, go on. It's all yours. Oh, well... Columbus, there is such a thing as loving something uh, too much, you know? But for all your failures, I did quite enjoy your poem. A terrible attempt. Absolutely rubbish. And for that, I applaud you. A bad effort all around. Bravo! <laughs> Well, I think uh, Fogg has said all that needs to be said. Uh, thank you, Galumpus. You win a free uh, f- uh, breakfast at Jean's. Huh. Well, there's no need for that. Uh, who's next? Uh, we have uh, Philippa Berrio. Hi, Dave. Hi, Fogg. My poem is about my one true love. Ready? Yes, yes, come on. <clears throat> okay. Out with it. Uh, of all the things I like to do, my favourite things to sit on the loo. As my last meal passes through, I have lots of time to think of you. I digress as I digest. No time to consider your caress. The only moment with which I'm blessed, when I'm sat down half undressed. My love for you remains undiminished until I wipe, completely finished. I think of you with every squeeze. Uh, will you go out with me, please? And that's for Hurdy Gordon, the most beautiful latrine digger I have ever seen. Oh, that was quite uh, was quite touching. Touching cloth. No, no, I mean it, Fog. The most beautiful thing to do, combined with one of our basest human needs. Which one's which? Truly artful. Thank you, Philippa. <laughs> what is wrong with the people on this show? Uh, who's the next caller? Uh, he says his name is uh, Fido Sprown oh, or something. Uh, no, no, wait, Dave, don't connect him. Hello, who is this? I have poem to feed to you. Hold still and open wide. 
Oh, keep it short, you ludicrous creature. It is not short, like puny flesh toy. It is longest poet I write. Here. Smash my tongue for inedible words. Head cauliflower, stop sparks. Why do squishy people not hear? I am great and very nice, not rude. You so rude, you make me sick. Mustard, you cheat me like this. This not reflect in my opulence. You see, only squash, never eat. Okay. That made no sense. I'm sorry, uh, fiddly spout. This worst day of life. You haven't had the free breakfast yet. <sighs> Enough of this. Anyway, so Dave. What? Who is next? Oh, there's no one else on the line. <clears throat> oh, it's... Uh, uh, would you like to do one for us for? Oh, no, no, no. I could never. I've okay, not got let's move on to the next... Oh, no, no, oh, oh, what the hell, of course. Oh, yes. Uh, just let me dig it out. Here it is. <laughs> um, are you ready, Dave? No, I'm never ready. <sighs> right. Prepare. Prepare to be astounded. Uh-huh. I've studied all the greats. Uh-huh. Purple, runny, vanilla, ice. Yeah. So, so save your weeping to the end, if you don't mind. Ladies and gentlemen of the waste. I bring to you bright lights on the horizon. Bright lights on the horizon, burning out my eyes. The more my face melts, the better I'm disguised. This sickness I feel bubbling in my chest. Radiation poisoning is certainly not the best. But some good may come of my plight. I have a growth upon my shoulder. I think I'll have an extra arm before I am much older. But hark and look, that man over there, his wrinkled skin and lack of hair. I am not a monster, and neither is he. He will not want to eat me for his tea. I know that I am not alone. There are others as miserable as I. It's hard to survive a nuclear holocaust and end up in a pie. Oh, all right, I can arrest you. Oh, uh, uh, Fog, thank you. That was uh, beautiful. Oh, was it, Dave? Where, uh, which, which bit did you like? Well, it had a really positive start, uh, a, a classic middle, uh, but I really, really liked the ending. Well, well, actually, that was just the first verse. <laughs> Blood! Whoa, 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 no, 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 let's just, let's just take a moment, take a moment to, um, to enjoy the, uh, the majesty. Ah, yes, uh, well, like, a, like, it's a, a deep and introspected uh, reference Oh, we've to got a- to go. Miserable Albert's uh, just walked in. Albert! What do you want? It's time to hand over to you. I'm not due on for 20 minutes. Excellent. Just enough time for the other 45 verses. He's not reading poetry, is he? Yes! All right, I'll take over. <coughs> Press the button. Blood of a... Gamma Radio. Oh, come and brush your gums with some of my paste. Get to our store, there's no time to waste. Oh, we make our paste with mercury to get the brightest, brightest smiles of the century. Mercury gum paste for the brightest and whitest smiles. Now a new gravy flavor. Mercury gum paste is out of this world. Ah, stuff shop, stuff shop. I wanna buy chip boots, boots, chip boots. Good stuff. Proper munch I made in dead night. Chip boots, good boots, not piss. No piss. Well, well, something. Really piss. Good piss. Get your fucking wasted real quick. Just sniff a new trunk. 
And then we got the chip cigarette. Oh, chip cigarette. Puff, puff, puff. Only bit up. Two cans, one pack. Three. Good price. Three cans. Three cans. Three cans. Very old. Very good. Very flavor. Flavor. Mm. Lots of flavor. And I have lots more. And, and we got dog cow. Very young. Can carry you all the way to baby store. Good work, animal. One, 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 one hundred can. One hundred can. Come, come to town square. Only three days. And then we fuck off. Let's be quick. Let's be quick. <laughs>